This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing we trust one another. What happened? We trusted one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just going to have to be more disciplined. He's going to have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post game show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Another win, and this one in comeback fashion, and the Bucks do it with style. Go down 10 with five and a half left and battle back and beat the Indiana Pacers at Bankers Life Fieldhouse tonight. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch with you here on the Big and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented by Screaming Sicilian Pizza. Palermo's Screaming Sicilian Pizza sponsored our pigskin pick them all year long on 1057fmthefan.com. Had the winners inside today in the studio, gave them a tour of the building, ate some pizza right before the Wendy's Big Show. It was dope. And if uh, you didn't win this year, well, try next year. Maybe better like next year. And that's what the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be saying to the Indiana Pacers because uh, I'm sorry, the Indiana Pacers played probably as good as they could against the Milwaukee Bucks for about three and a half quarters tonight. And then the number one team in the league started flexing some muscle. Bill Schmidt, Sam Schmitz, Jeff Orlowski, and intern Andrew in here tonight. 414-799-1250. Get the legalities out of the way. Live at 1057fmthefan.com. This is the Wendy's Fresh, Never Frozen Inbox. You can at me at Bill Schmidt Radio at 1057fmthefan. We like it when you add us. I don't necessarily love the mentions because it's kind of a nasty place. Okay, so into the game. The Bucks go down 10 with like five and a half minutes left in the ball game. Battled all night long through three quarters, only shooting like 36, 37%. The Pacers played their style of basketball tonight. You can't say that the Bucs dominated the flow of the game. You can't necessarily say the Bucs dictated the pace of tonight's game. But what they did was they played a different style of basketball and got it done. You go through a game like that where you're playing against the team That is just a different style of basketball team. They want to slow you down. They want to change the pace. They want to get into your face. They did it against Giannis the last time the Bucs went down to Indiana, down to Conseco. I call it Conseco, sorry. Um, And Sabonis, Thaddeus Young, the bigs of Indiana and the physicality of Nate McMillan's scheme got into the face of Giannis, and they said, hold up, 34. (laughs) <laughs> you're not going to do this line up at the top of the circle 
take two dribbles to the right, spin at the free throw line right around the elbow right side, and get yourself to the cup. We're just not going to play like that. And the Bucks didn't really have an answer for it. Tonight, Thaddeus Young kind of moved his lips a little bit, said that they dominated him last time they were in Indiana, dictated the pace, played their game. Giannis goes off tonight, I mean straight off tonight, 33-19-11, his fifth triple-double of the season, 14th of his young career. And the Bucs are 6-0 and now when Giannis has more than 10 assists. He had one play in with at what was it like the two and a half minute mark ball goes up he's down on the right block battles down low tries to get a good shot the defense on the block was was strong I believe it was Sabonis that he was going up against or Bogdanovich who Bogdanovich played great tonight by the way and he can't get his own shot he can't get his open look Urson comes from the far side gives just a little shovel pass over to Urson misses it off the glass, Giannis misses the putback, battles and reaches over somebody, tips it from his left hand to his right hand, grabs it, sets it back up with 14, backs down, just bullies his way into the middle of the paint, one step through, slam dunk, and the game was just about over at that point. When that dude wants to punish people like he did at certain parts of tonight's game, I don't know, man, but this team is going to be straight up hard to beat. 414-799-1250. The Bucks go into the All-Star break at 43-14. and 14. I believe that is the best record they've had going into an All-Star break. And frankly, I don't know if there was a better way for this team to go into the break. In a game where you had to earn it on the road at the end of a long stretch. The Bucs have been on the road for quite some time here. And they're going to go on the road after the break. Don't get me wrong. The month of March, the Milwaukee Bucks don't play at Fiserv Forum a whole lot. They haven't played at Fiserv Forum a whole lot this month. 23-5 and five at home. They're now 20-9 and nine on the road. 11-1 and one against the division. 30-8 and eight against the East. I mean, I'm just rolling through just these clean off numbers of 754 winning percentage. And they are right now clearly the best team in the Eastern Conference. I didn't say they have the best one through five starting lineup. They might not have the best role players, but they got just a dang good basketball team. They can beat you in a couple of different ways, and they have a guy that at any given time can take over the game for a stretch. And he did that tonight. Don't don't get 33, 19, and 11 messed up with some of these inflated numbers that you see in the NBA. That's doing the job. There's only a certain amount of guys that are going to be able to play, excuse me, that are going to be able to put up a stat line like that against a team that plays the way Indiana does. And maybe I'm stressing it a little bit too much because I know that Indiana wants to play so physically. Nate McMillan was that kind of player. He was a physical basketball player. He had to earn it down low. He played strong defense. He's instilled that with their lineup. Indiana came in winning like six straight. They've been playing better than they had all year long since Victor Oladipo went out. And they got physical basketball players. They got into the face of the Bucks. And for the first three quarters, 
Bucks were straight up shook. Two of 12 through three quarters was Chris Middleton. He ends up five of 16 with a big time three in the corner that made it, I believe it was 101 95, put the Bucks up six at that point. They might have taken it back and made it a two, so it was 195. Either way, Middleton, two of five from deep tonight. They were able to simply grind out the game and play somebody else's brand of basketball. We've seen teams want to do this to the Bucs, and it happened in Oklahoma City. It happened the last time you went to Banker's Life Fieldhouse in Indiana. It happened the first time that Memphis came to, or the only time I should say, that Memphis came to Pfizer Forum. That was the first home loss that the Bucs took, where teams were just physical with Giannis, and he didn't necessarily have an answer. Tonight, Team, that team was physical with Giannis. And he just said, okay, move out of the way. I'm going to show you how I do it. What did what did Shaq say he should do now? He said, punish those boys. He punished some dudes tonight. Some of the, some of the dunks that he made, he had were just mean. He is just so above and beyond physically so much more gifted than everybody else he plays against. I mean, outside of maybe LeBron James... Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's that's about it. That's about the other guys in the league. Maybe Joel Embiid. I don't know. I'm I, I like Joel Embiid. I don't think he's I don't think he's the, the best big man in the league, but I believe he's a very, very good player. I think Giannis still physically out dominates that dude. Like there are only so many guys that physically can take over a sport. The guy is seven foot. Seven feet, right? He's seven one or seven foot. Two hundred and forty-five pounds now, and he's thick, and he's using it to his advantage. And everybody else on the floor is starting to say, "Hold up, let me get in line." They've been doing it. They've been doing it all year, but tonight everybody rallied around Giannis, and you saw what you had, what you thought you had earlier in the season when you made these moves, when you got an Ersan Ilyasova to come up off the bench. You got George Hill, another veteran. Brooke Lopez, 35 minutes tonight. Didn't shoot the ball worth a lick. I mean, three of 10 from deep. But you have guys that can space the floor and play the game how Giannis wants to play it and how he kind of needs to play it. You need room. You need the ability for him to work down low and to have safety valves. And the Bucks showed off tonight in a game where you might say they didn't deserve to win, start out strong. They outscore uh, the Pacers 26-18 in that first quarter, go out to a quick run. I believe it was right around like the nine-minute mark. They took that run and uh, made it like a seven-point game and and slowly began giving it back. You're still up, going into half, up seven. An 11-point difference in that third quarter. Indiana came out once again, reestablished the physicality. And the Bucs then go down 10 at about the five-and-a-half, six-minute mark of that fourth quarter. And they allowed 13 points from that way on. And ended up beating up the Indiana Pacers at their home place. 414-799-1250. Milwaukee Bucks fans, your team is at the All-Star break. You have, let's just take some inventory here. You're at the all-star break. You're 
the best team record-wise in the NBA, both conferences. Um, you're you're right on pace right now to win your division for the first time in 19 seasons. You have arguably after the All-Star game, you're going to have the leading candidate for the MVP. You have the All-Star game captain. Your head coach is coaching that All-Star game. You have not one but two All-Stars, two of them, two. And you got a supporting cast that right now is just buying into what your guys are selling. If you're a Bucks fan and look, we do it on the big show. Everybody talks about it. What's going to happen when we get to the summer? I'm going to make a plea to Bucks fans when we get back from this break that I'm just just praying that everybody takes my advice. Maybe not my advice, just it's more of just a, a, a prayer. I'm hoping. I'm asking everybody to support us here. And if we all support each other, like this Milwaukee Bucks team supports each other, we're going to have a fun next couple of months. It's Big and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show presented by Screaming Sicilian Pizza. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby towel, Sam Schmitz, Jeff Orlowski, intern Andrew, hanging out with you at 414-799-1250 right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Bucks beat the Indiana Pacers tonight at their home place. 106-97. Had to battle through this one. We're down 10 in the fourth quarter. Giannis triple-double, 33-19 and 11 bucks. Now 6-0 when Giannis goes off for 10 assists in a night. His fifth triple-double of the season. He now has 14 on his career and uh, slowly but surely moving up those rankings of how many Bucks triple-doubles they've had in franchise history. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's got like 213. Guy was here for like five years. I mean, it just, it just shows you how dominant that guy was at that time of basketball. And Giannis is slowly starting to get to, I'm not going to say he's going to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Don't, don't say that's what I'm saying. But I'm, right now, there's not a more dominant player at his position, physically dominating like that in the NBA. And as a Milwaukee Bucks fan, 43-14, and 14, your coach is coaching the All-Star game. Your dude picked the team. Giannis was the captain. He picked the team that he wanted. I don't know. All the years that I was going to the Bradley Center in, like, the 06 era when, like, I was watching David Noel as your first-round pick, didn't really think that we'd get to this spot. Jim's in Racine. He's on the fan. What's up, Jim? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Hey, even if the boss go, let's just say 17-8, and eight, right? I mean, that puts so much pressure on the other teams that I don't see the Bucks forking that up, you know what I mean? Giving that away, I mean, that puts a lot of pressure on the other teams. So, 
I'm just going to say, like, you know, Chris Middleton, that's the money shot. He's the money. You know, I mean, he'll have, like, a bad game, like, all for three, three, three plus quarters, right? Yeah. Then he'll make that shot, and it just seems like everything clicks again. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I mean, what do you think of that? I got another thing after you comment on that. Well, no, I, I agree, man. He uh, Tonight, he, he wasn't good for, like, the first three and a half quarters, like you said. And then when they needed him the most – he stepped up just like he did last year in the playoffs. I think that's why everybody's so focused on what he's going to do once you get to April. Uh, and also, you know, just the way the season's been going, you watch the ebbs and flows, you know, but there hasn't really been any sinking point. I mean, so I'm just going to say, even if we get to the playoffs, we don't lose more than two games in a row. We win. We win. <laughs> I'm just going to be a homer right now and say we win, you know? Yeah, no year. doubt. I really do because the way it's just – you can't say, oh, this is a fluke or – we're way past that point this year, and I hate when people do that. So you know what I mean. And what do you, what do you think about that? I agree, Tim. This this team is uh, is better than a fluke. I appreciate the call, man. Hey, how you well, doing okay, down there? Thanks, and I appreciate what you guys do. So hey, keep it going. All right. All right, buddy. We'll do. Right. Tim Tim Rossian, I'm big fan of. I love that guy. He's a wild guy. Mike's on the west side of Milwaukee. He's on the fan. What's up, Mike? Oh man, that that game was incredible. The fact that uh, you know they got down. And then they came back. Indiana's a good team. Very well coached, tough, smart. And beat them on their home court. And Giannis, man, like you were saying, unbelievable. He did everything tonight. He did everything. He willed them to that victory. Mike. Because Lopez was off. Middleton was off. Yep. Giannis was just dominating. When you see Giannis, like, like you just said, he was dominating. Like, I've never seen somebody dominate like that before because of, like, his size – but the ability that he has with the basketball, he's he really is what Jason Kidd thought, that he could be like a point forward that can take the ball at any point in time to the cup and just punish yeah. you with it. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, we have to realize what we have here in Milwaukee, man. I mean, Giannis, and he's only 24. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's yep. starting to hit the threes. He's, he's phenomenal, the passes he made tonight. The defense. The, the dominating, he had young on him. He's like, he going to disrespect me and put Thaddeus Young on me? He was bully-balling him and dunking on him. Yeah, Thaddeus Young might have made the biggest mistake of his life in saying that the Indiana Pacers <laughs> dominated Giannis last right. time he came down there. Right. Yep, you could tell that's what it was. I guess got one more thing to say. All those, I can't wait till after the All-Star break. All those shots that Lopez was getting, those are going to be Miritich shots. He's going to be hitting them. So I you think – so you think Miritich mostly takes Lopez's minutes? He's going to take some of Lopez's minutes, especially when Lopez is having a night like he had tonight. Yeah, no Miritich doubt. Miritich should be in there. Appreciate, I can't wait to see. Appreciate right. it, Mike. We'll talk soon, yeah. all right, man? All right. That's a good point. We were uh, – Sam, Sam Schmitz in here as well. We were talking about it earlier on tonight, trying to figure out who is going to take those minutes uh, or who Miritich is going to take his minutes from. And you and I both kind of – just figured it would be DJ Wilson, but Mike's got a good point. If if Brooke Lopez is having nights like he had tonight, he's going to lose some minutes too. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a nice bailout from if, if Brooke Lopez is cold from the three-pointer, but I think it's still going to be nice to have Brooke in there, even with Miritich, just so you still have rebounds, even if you know he can put Giannis on the bench. I think there's yep. Miritich is going to offer a lot of uh, I'm trying to think of the word, but there's going to be a lot of uh, chances with good rotations and stuff like that where you can really, you know, work them out with different players like that. I've been thinking about it. You're going to have an opportunity 
at certain points on the floor to have Chris Middleton, who's 6'8", 6'9", Giannis, who's give or take seven. Miritich is about 6'9", 6'10". Brooke Lopez, who's legitimately seven feet. Like, if you threw DJ Wilson on the floor, you would then have by far the tallest lineup to ever play in an NBA game. I mean, back when they drafted Thon Maker, I mean, we were going for the team all length. Mm -hmm. And once we kind of traded him away, it felt like we were kind of getting away from that uh, identity. But now with Miritich, I think you got, like you said, Ursan, Brooke Lopez, all these guys, you're kind of getting back to the identity that you kind of wanted to establish in the first place. defensively, I think what's cool about it is you – have a real chance when you bring a guy like Miritich in with his length. You have Lopez who can get boards down low. You have a chance to have Giannis defend like four different positions. Mm-hmm. If you really want to have your best defender on the best scorer of any team that you go up against, you can really kind of go boxing one. And if, unless they got a little guy like Eric Bledsoe running around, then you throw him in to play defense, you can really kind of run box in one and let Giannis go on anybody. Yeah. They're they're a different, they're a scary team when you look at it defensively like that. Defensive play of the game tonight. Sorry, I I, I got so sidetracked. And it's just it's it's just so fun to think about where these guys have matured in. Like last year in the playoffs, you're looking around saying, I don't know exactly where these guys are going to uh, get all this playoff experience that we need because keep getting bounced right away. Mm-hmm. But now it only feels like every single game is going to be a playoff game. Defensive play of the game, let's go, let's go with Giannis. I mean, come on, dude goes 33-19-11, and 11, a steal, and then oop that thing. Intensity picking up here in the third quarter, 6.45 to play, now less. Thaddeus Young with a wild spin move, loses it, and now Brogdon for Giannis. Nice. Perfect. And one. That was right on the money. Jim Paschke, Marcus Johnson, Fox Sports Wisconsin on the call. 414-799-1250 is the number you call. You want to join me on 1057fmthefan.com and 1057fmthefan1250 on your AM dial, the radio.com app, the radio.com sports app. Listen, if you call the show, you tweet the show. You email the show. Millions of people are going to hear from you. Isn't that amazing? Like Jim in Chicago. He's on the radio right now. Jim, how are we doing down there south of the border? Oh, Billy, we're doing fantastic, man. What a game today. How about that? They continually surprise me, Jim. They, they continually surprise me. They can play in any different way. Uh, it was awesome. I had a chance to go to the game on Monday night. I uh, was down there with my son. He got a boatload of autographs, a couple of towels from players. So, again, fantastic fan experience. And I will say, I think part of that, uh, what what used to be called, what, the Cream City Crush? I don't know. What are they calling that that fan group this year? I think that's still what they're going with, yeah. Okay. There was there was a pretty big segment of those guys that traveled down, and they were right behind the hoop. And uh, a lot of MKE chants, Go Bucks Go. And uh, so it was pretty cool to see there down at the UC. So many Bucks fans traveling. It was a great experience. Well, that's good because, uh, Jim, I, I, I still remember a game when I was working. I was still the floor mopper, and uh, Derek Rose was sitting at the free throw line. He scored the final 10 points of the game against the Bucks, and you it was deafening the MVP chance that were getting blasted through the Bradley Center. So I'm glad Bucks fans are finally taking the opportunity to pay him back. 
Uh, absolutely. This is this is an awesome team to watch. And even growing up in the 80s and seeing those teams, this team, I mean, those teams don't compare to what we got now. Giannis is incredible. I, I really get the sense that there's a good team chemistry, and I really, really hope that they can keep some of this core together as we move forward. But not going to worry about that. We're going to focus on this year, focus on May, and focus on playing in June. Jim, appreciate the call, man. We'll talk during baseball season two, all right? All right, man. Take care. That was exactly what I wanted to get to. And, Jim, I love it. I love where your head's at, my man. Bucks fans, all right? I said I had a plea to Bucks fans before we went to the last break, and then I got sidetracked when we were talking about how long the Bucks could be, which is just always fun. Right now, you have a team that is in first place, the best record in the league, and I understand where that puts a fan in headspace. You're sitting there looking behind you, wondering when something could go wrong. Who could get hurt? Who's gonna who are they picking up? It's just like any team at the trade deadline. You're looking around and looking at 76ers just crap. Tobias Harris. Oh man. Marcus Saul's in the East. He's on Toronto. Oh no. Who are we gonna match? Listen. I don't care what happens in July. I don't. Frankly, I could be dead by July. I'll tell you that right now. Anybody think of that? I'm not worried about free agency now. And I'm going to desperately try to make sure that Bucks fans enjoy what we got going on right now. And as much as July will loom over us, we do not know what's going to happen with Chris Middleton. We don't know what's going to happen with Eric Bledsoe. Miritich, Lopez, you name them. You don't know where Anthony Davis is going to go, Kevin Durant's going to go, the East could look totally different. I don't care. Focus on every single night enjoying the product because that game tonight was damn fun to enjoy. I mean, it was just fun. You get a team that can still bully in the NBA and your team with a flashy 6'11", 7-foot, point forward, a bunch of shooters, go out there, get bullied for a while in that third quarter and come out and push through and find a way to end the first half of the season on an absolute high note. Bucks win tonight, 106-97. We're back with more of your phone calls at 414-799-1250. When the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented by Screamin' Sicilian Pizza with me, Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, returns here on The Fan. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's wrench and go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Tonight's wrench and go drive of the game is the Bucks win 106-97. At Old Canseco Fieldhouse, now Bankers Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis over the Pacers. How about some Chris Money Middleton? Wasn't money all night, but here he was in the fourth. Ogden wanted Corey Joseph, sees Lopez. Now Middleton drives by Sabonis. There was a push, cannon, and one. Here's the favorable matchup. You got Sabonis flying out at Chris Middleton, afraid of that spot-up three-point shot. Middleton little... Eyebrow fake, gets him committed, blows by. Marcus Johnson and Jim Paschke, Fox Sports, Wisconsin, the call. Also, by the way, I just noticed this. 
and and maybe I'm dumb for noticing this. When Katie George does like the hit in the middle of the game broadcast, I just found I just realized tonight. You know, she's sitting right next to the guys. I always thought that she was just doing the hit like on her microphone, standing randomly, like on the side of the floor, like usually you think you would. Instead, no, I look and during the broadcast, there she is just chilling right next to Jim and Marcus just with like a regular headset. I was like, oh, wait a second. Okay. That makes sense. That why that's why it sounded so casual. Oh, Katie, what do you got? Instead of Katie, what do you got over there in section three nineteen? Trails on the north side down four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. What's up, Trail? Hello. What's up, man? Oh, this is Charles. Oh, Bob. Charles. Charles, not Trell. What's yeah, up, Charles? Charles. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, one thing I like about this team is I, I like the mental toughness. These guys never panic. You know, where we as fans may panic when they go down for ten, go down by ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys just keep on. They keep on playing. They just keep on playing. They never stop playing. And, uh, and you don't see a lot of mistakes in them situations either and stuff. And, uh, I mean, they just, uh, I mean, they, they, they're just mentally tough, you know. And, and, and for such a young team, because we've got to remember, this is still a young team. No doubt. You know, and uh, to be as tough as they are on the mental side of, the basket, of basketball, that, that's, that's just amazing. And, and, it's, and it's just a joy to, to see these guys play because you don't see that panic that you've seen over the last couple of years when a team is making a comeback or when they, they fall back by 10 or more points. They just keep on playing. I saw it yesterday, Char, or two, day, two nights ago on Monday night when – uh, there was a little bit of run by the Bulls, and that crowd got really into it, right? Remember when Giannis missed those two free throws, and everybody's yeah. going nuts. Bulls come down, get a big bucket, and George Hill, as calm as possible, Giannis gives him the ball on the inbound, looks at him and says, dude, we're good. They're pl- they're trying to catch up to us. And right away, they went back, like you said, cool as a cucumber, went and picked up a quick run, and and took the game right back over. They are they are a very, very resilient Strong-minded team, and what a great pickup in George Hill. Because you know, Blesso didn't play a lot tonight. No, but George Hill. What I mean, what a great pickup, and uh, I think that's one of those pickups that you really don't look at as being a good one. But when I mean, man, that once he finds his shot, they're 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 going to be even tougher. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, Charles. Appreciate the call, man. Have a good night. We will. Thank you, man. And and he's right. With with George Hill, not only did it give you a veteran that can play the game, has been there, done that, played in the playoffs, played in championship teams, he also saved you some cap room. And, and he got a couple of bad contracts off the books. That's really one of the main reasons why the Bucks are able to, in the summer, they have a max slot that they can give somebody. They actually now have money to spend. You don't make that George Hill trade. The entire offseason is different. But we're not talking about the offseason. Except when we do forward thinking, brought to you by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together with our friends at Forward Financial Partner on the web, ffpwi.com. And forward thinking, you look straight up to the All-Star game this weekend. Saturday night, Chris Middleton going to be in the three-point shootout. I'm a little bit disappointed that Giannis is not going to be in the dunk contest. 
but maybe that's just because I'm a millennial, and I really, really, really like the dunk contest. I'm still waiting for the dunk contest to be what it used to be, and especially when Giannis is bullying people like tonight during uh, tonight's screaming Sicilian play of the game. What play had you screaming? Jim and John couldn't get over themselves after this one in the fourth. Giannis ducks under. Fans Ilya Soba. Giannis is there to get a great shot at cleaning up. Shot clock back to 14 with that offensive rebound, and he works free through a crowd. I don't know what else you could ask for. That's the kitchen sink, the bathroom sink, the rec room sink, every sink you can find. Anything you could find, Jim Paschke throws to praise Giannis after that play. That made it 93-92, and the Bucks didn't look back. They win it 106-97, and we're right back here on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Who's postgame show. Myself, Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, Sam Schmidt's hanging out, Jeff Orlowski, Andrew, and you at 414-799-1250. Saying, I don't know exactly where these guys are going to uh, get all this playoff experience that we need because keep getting bounced right away. Mm-hmm. But now, it only feels like every single game is going to be a playoff game. Defensive play of the game, let's go. Let's go with Giannis. I mean, come on, dude goes 33, 19, and 11, a steal, and then oop that thing. Intensity picking up here in the third quarter, 6.45 to play, now less. Thaddeus Young with a wild spin move, loses it, and now Brogdon for Giannis. Nice. Perfect. And one. That was right on the money. Jim Paschke, Marcus Johnson, Fox Sports, Wisconsin on the call. 414-799-1250 is the number you call. You want to join me on 1057fmthefan.com and 1057fmthefan1250 on your AM dial, the radio.com app, the radio.com sports app. Listen, if you call the show, you tweet the show, you email the show, millions of people are going to hear from you. Isn't that amazing? Like Jim in Chicago. He's on the radio right now. Jim, how are we doing down there south of the border? Oh, Billy, we're doing fantastic, man. What a game today. How about that? They continually surprise me, Jim. They, they continually surprise me. They can play in any different way. Uh, it was awesome. I had a chance to go to the game on Monday night. I uh, was down there with my son. He got a boatload of autographs, a couple of towels from players. So, again, fantastic fan experience. And I will say, I think part of that, uh, what, what used to be called, what, the Cream City Crush? I don't know. What are they calling that that fan group this year? I think that's still what they're going with, yeah. Okay. There was there was a pretty big segment of those guys that traveled down, and they were right behind the hoop. And uh, a lot of MKE chants, Go Bucks Go. And uh, so it was pretty cool to see there down at the UC, so many Bucks fans traveling. It was a great experience. Well, that's good because, uh, Jim, I, I still remember a game when I was – working i was still the floor mopper and uh derrick rose was sitting at the free throw line he scored the final 10 points of the game against the bucks and you it was deafening the mvp chance that were getting blasted through the bradley center so i'm glad bucks fans are finally taking the opportunity to pay him back uh absolutely this is this is an awesome team to watch and even growing up in the 80s and seeing those teams this team i mean those teams don't compare to what we got now Giannis is incredible i i really get the sense that there's a good team chemistry, and I really, really hope that they can keep some of this core together as we move forward. But not going to worry about that. We're going to focus on this year, focus on May, and focus on playing in June. Jim, appreciate the call, man. We'll talk during baseball season two, all right? All right, man. Take care.
that was exactly what I wanted to get to. And Jim, I love it. I love where your head's at, my man. Bucks fans. All right. I said I had a plea to Bucks fans before we went to the last break, and then I got sidetracked when we were talking about how long the Bucks could be, which is just always fun. Right now, you have a team that is in first place, the best record in the league, and I understand where that puts a fan in headspace. You're sitting there looking behind you, wondering when something could go wrong. Who could get hurt? Who's gonna? Who are they picking up? It's just like any team at the trade deadline. You're looking around and looking at 76ers. Just Tobias Harris. Oh, man. Marcus Gasol's in the East. He's on Toronto. Oh, no. Are we going to match? Listen, I don't care what happens in July. I don't. Frankly, I could be dead by July. I'll tell you that right now. Anybody think of that? I'm not worried about free agency now. And I'm going to desperately try to make sure that Bucks fans enjoy what we got going on right now. And as much as July will loom over us, we do not know what's going to happen with Chris Middleton. We don't know what's going to happen with Eric Bledsoe, Miritich, Lopez, you name them. You don't know where Anthony Davis is going to go, Kevin Durant's going to go. The East could look totally different. I don't care. Focus on every single night enjoying the product because that game tonight was damn fun to enjoy. I mean, it was just fun. You get a team that can still bully in the NBA and your team with a flashy 6'11", 7-foot, point forward, a bunch of shooters go out there, get bullied for a while in that third quarter and come out and push through and find a way to end the first half of the season on an absolute high note. Bucks win tonight, 106-97. We're back with more of your phone calls at 414-799-1250 on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented by Screamin' Sicilian Pizza with me, Bill Schmidt. Baby Tausch returns here on The Fan. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Let's go inside the box score. 106-97. Bucks get a win in Indianapolis over the Indiana Pacers. At Old Conseco Fieldhouse, now Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Uh, by the way, the Toronto Raptors going to get themselves a win, 129-119. Uh, they hosted the Washington Wizards tonight. The Brooklyn Nets right now in a third overtime in Cleveland, 139-131. Nets are leading the Cleveland Cavaliers for all those that maybe had a little bit of scratch on that game. Uh, the over definitely came through for you. For the Milwaukee Bucks tonight, 106-97, 38 minutes, 33 points, 12 boards, and 11 assists, two steals, and a block for Giannis. Dude was outstanding. He was 12 of 22 from the field, 0 of 2 from downtown. Stepped into a couple, though, that like legitimately looked like he wanted to shoot the three. There have been times when Giannis shoots the three ball, and you're watching him line up, and he's like, I, I really don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I'll do it. 
I don't want to, but I'll do it. And he did it tonight, 0 of 2, but 33 points. And the Bucks now, let's just do this right away when we uh, talk about the X factor of the game. There's an X factor in every single night that you watch the game. Giannis was that X factor tonight. No other way to say it. Dude was the X factor tonight. And that's brought to you by Brian Stratton College Bobcats Athletics. Brought to you by bscbobcats.com. They offer college athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Big sponsor of Division Three or NAIA Division Three, especially junior college sports. If you if you're in a situation where you don't necessarily know what you're doing, go to a JUCO and you you can find your way to a very 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 good school. 17 points for Malcolm Brogdon tonight. Six of 11 from the field in 30 minutes of action. Chris Middleton. I mean, you want to talk about a lightning rod in this city? Five of 16 from the field. He was 2 of 5 from deep, 3 of 5 from the free throw line. Finished with just 15, 6, and 5. But two of the biggest buckets that they had in this game came from number 22. Brooke Lopez was not good from the field tonight. 3 of 11, 3 of 10 from downtown, just 9 points. 17 from Brogdon, as he said. 12 from George Hill in 19 minutes, 5 of 8 from the field. And Ersan Ilyasova, big tonight. 4 of 7, 23 minutes, and 11 points and 5 rebounds. Bob's in Tosa. What's up, Bob? Billy, I just want to say, by the way, starting with you, kudos to you, young man. You've done a good job of establishing yourself in the afternoon drive time show. Very well done. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, secondly, this is a little off topic, but it dawned on me while I was waiting to get on. Uh, did you see the article about the Carroll, the police chief of Milwaukee being a former Carroll College football player, Alfonso Morales, yep. a great running back. Played back in the nineties. Yep. He's uh, actually one of my uh one of my teammates, Lamont Williams, passed him on the uh all time leading rushing list when we were playing up at Ripon one game. It was just an awesome game. We ran for like three hundred on the Jokers. That's a great you know, and I only know all this because Alfonso went to my high school tech, you know. So oh, nice. Even, it's not the great you know, the juggernaut it was back in my day, but nonetheless, and the main reason why I called though is uh, being an older guy like I am, I'm 62. I'm just enjoying this this ride, like you stated. I really, I totally agree with what you said. Let's worry about the summer later. Let's focus on the good now. The momentum that the Brewers generated has carried through to the Bucks. They're making all the right moves. They share the ball. They got. It's obvious they 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 like playing together. And it reminds me a lot of the early, you know, early 80s with Cummings and everybody, Winters and all those guys. It doesn't matter who's out, who's hurt. They can just go to the bench and somebody else will step up. It's just great to watch. Bob, I like that point that you just made because obviously I, I didn't see those teams, but that was what it sounded like, that they were – I used this phrase earlier today on the on the big show. They're like a sum of all their parts, right? Like they, they're, they're so much better together than they were outside of that. Right, and Billy, you I know you play football at a pretty high level. You've been around some teams, and I'm an old guy that plays baseball, basketball, football. And I've been on some teams where I thought we were going to be awesome, but everybody cared about their own stats. And I've been on teams mm-hmm. where I didn't think we were going to be very good, but everybody bought into what we could do as a as a team and and accomplish some great things. And that's what I think I see here and with the Bucks right now. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. It, it, it's a band of brothers that, you know what, they really none of them know where they're going to be next year. So all they can do is is fight for each other in the moment they got right now. Correct. Very good point. And and one last thing, if I may, uh, it's striking how a coach can make such a big difference in a 
philosophy as well. You know, it's obvious mm-hmm. they love playing for Bud, and it's it's pretty much the same team we had last year. But yeah, it's it's, it's awesome, man. Fear the deer, baby. I love it, Bob. Appreciate the call, man. Take care. Take care, Billy. That's Bob in Tosan, 414-799-1250. He is so right about Mike Budenholzer, man. Like, you look at where this team was last year, and the development of young players is is so tricky because you can't let a young player, right? You can't let a young player go out there and just, for lack of a better term, crap down their leg like you can't just let a dude go out there and just suck but some people will say you he needs to play you're only you're only going to get better when you're playing playing in the game that's just so not true with what the bucks have done with some of these guys look at dj wilson guy played maybe like 15 games last year and consistently got better and the bucks are still developing younger players but doing it at their own pace. Malcolm Brogdon came into the league and looked like a five-year vet. Jeff Orlowski and I were talking about it earlier today during the show. He looks like he's been playing in this league for 12 years. He knows every single spot. He knows where everybody is on the floor. And a lot of that comes to coaching. Depending on what you want to say about Jason Kidd, I, I get what the dude did. As a player, I get he wasn't the the best guy to the media, whatever. I could take that or leave it. You don't want to be cool to me, whatever. I don't care. You see the Kevin Durant thing where he was calling out the one reporter like, well, you haven't been here. What what are you going around here talking all these rumors? Dude, just whatever. You don't want to talk to it, don't talk to it. I, I could take it or leave it if you're mad at me. If I was Eli Strauss or whatever that guy's name was from The Athletic, like, cool, you you got a problem with me, that's fine. All I'm here is to do my job. Mike Budenholzer has got these guys bought into doing their job and not worrying about free agency. I Maybe I missed it. I don't think I did because I, I not like a sick brag here, but like I do follow the Bucks rather closely. I think I would have heard if one of the players was asked all these random questions about free agency. You don't do it. You don't hear it because, frankly... These guys aren't thinking about it. Chris Middleton had, like, the one comment a couple of weeks ago, right, where he said, you know, hey, man, I don't know. Giannis said he wants to be here. I want to be here. That's all I know. Okay, cool. We'll stop asking you about it. And if you keep winning, guess what, Chris? A lot of people are going to ask you about it, but probably not here. It's probably going to be more the national media because you keep winning like the Bucks are doing, and these guys do it in April, May, and into June possibly. Everybody's going to be wanting to know what those guys are doing next year. Mike Budenholzer's going to be here. I can tell you that right now. He ain't going anywhere. And for 80-plus years, Schneider hasn't been going anywhere either. They sponsor the Coach's Corner on tonight's show. They've been offering great careers and great benefits and more home time to their drivers at schneiderjobs.com. Call them at, 41, at 1-800-44-PRIDE. That's one 800 44 Pride. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. Mike Budenholz are here on the fan. You know, really like the response of our team uh, to be on the road in some difficult circumstances and to respond with a fourth quarter like we had um, with a little bit different lineup. Um, You know, it's just really credit to our competitive group, to the character of the group, and um, it's a good way to go into the break, beating a good team on the road. 
those guys, they play hard. They're well coached. Um, it's a tough team. It's a tough win tonight. What went into that supersized lineup here at the end? Just, you know, we obviously, goes without saying, we were struggling. Um, and I think we'd gone from up eight to down 10 or down 12, and, um, you know, just kind of trying to find something that might might work, might have some traction. And, um, you know, Irsan playing well is huge. You know, that kind of gives you the freedom to play him more and Giannis can guard lots of different guys and then Jan, uh, Irsan's guarding Bogdanovich so just a little bit of uh, let's try something uh, when when we weren't playing our best. You could have given me 10 guesses before the game to figure out how to switch everything line up and I wouldn't have got that one. What did you think those guys could handle and those guys could go out there and execute that? Uh, I mean, you know, when Irsan is a pretty unique defender, the things he can do, and, and obviously Giannis, and then Chris, and, and you know, Malcolm's a bigger point guard. You know, the, the one that probably stands out to me is how good Brooke did. Um, you know, his feet and his activity and ability to kind of get people off the three-point line and still kind of keep them in front. And, you know, um, you know, and the assistant coaches, I give them a lot of credit. They've been pushing. We need to work on this. We need to do it, including with Brooke. And, um, we tried it tonight, and you know we had at least some you know some positive success with it. You mentioned Giannis, Giannis scored a bunch, but what did you think about his, his play creation and just the way that he was getting the guys and finding guys open? Yeah, I mean you know triple double and you know 11 assists and 33 points and I think 15 rebounds. Just you know it's it's pretty special. I think you know um, they're a very good defensive team. Like we said before, we have a lot of respect for them and. I thought Giannis played with the pass and made a lot of great reads, a lot of great decisions. And then, you know, I think it freed him up a little bit. We made some shots, and then he was able to get to the paint, finish a little bit also. One of the ones that gets finished there is Chris on that corner three. He had been cold in the first three quarters. He has those eight points in the fourth. Just what does it say about the trust Giannis has in him, the trust that you guys have in that example? Yeah. We're just going to tell Chris it's the fourth quarter every game, and it's close on every shot he takes because he makes them all then. Um, you know, it's just he's a big-time kind of closer. Um, and. Giannis trusts him to the nth degree, and I, I liked, I think we kind of did it, you know, semi-transition. We got out and ran before they could get matched up with a little bit of an unusual lineup. We still played fast and found Chris for an open three to, you know, give us that five-point lead. You mentioned this being a tough team, the Pacers. Obviously, you worry about your own locker room, what you guys have going on, but especially considering without Victor Oladipo, do you think that this team is respected around the league the way they should be, especially when it comes to the conversation about who could take the East, a LeBronless East, the top teams in the East? Well, I know if you talk to coaches and players, um, this team gets the ultimate respect. And I think that's the most important thing is, you know, how do your colleagues look at you? How does your competition look at you? I, I can't speak for what they do or don't get from anywhere else, but our locker room, our coaching staff, uh, these guys get a ton of respect, and they deserve it. I might get lost a little bit with the fourth quarter and the dramatics up there, but how important was George Hill's activity and his driving late in the third? Yeah, no, it's, again, we were just kind of on life support, and he gave us a couple of big baskets and one. You know, when he's aggressive, I just think he's so much better and we're so much better. And it's hard when you join a team kind of, you know, after training camp and a month into the season. Um, and he wants to win, he wants to fit in, and sometimes I think he's trying too hard to do that. And um, when he's aggressive, he knows that uh, he helps us the most. What do you think it was that light stretch? I know defensively it changed some things up, but on offense it seemed that the pain just opened up and it's like it hadn't been for the rest of the game. What, what changed in that, that stretch of the time where you made a run? 
Oh, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is when we get stops, then the court, you know, when we're playing, you know, going back against a defense that's not stat, a defense that's maybe scrambling a little bit, um, it opens up. And, you know, we went bigger, and I think they went smaller, um, you know, after, after the first run. And, you know, when they went smaller, I think that, you know, opened the paint a little more for us too. Wasn't out there a ton in the second half. What were you seeing from him today? Um, yeah, we got with a group that you know was playing well, and and you know we got you know on a run and confidence, and that's what having a team is. You know, Bled's picked us up a lot of nights, and tonight I think the team picked Bled up, and it's part of being a good team. Keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. Man, technology is fun when it works. <laughs> when it doesn't, it's not as fun. Just like hammering on this. I thought I was going to put a hole in the touch screen when I was just jabbing at it. I was about to hit him with one of those Muhammad Ali just quick jabs. Gary was telling me a story today during a break that Muhammad Ali knocked Sonny Liston out with a six-inch punch. Six-inch punch. Man, I wish I would have been able to see boxing back in the day. Like when it was fun and like people actually enjoyed watching it. Now you're like cursed at when you watch boxing. You watch boxing. Oh my goodness. There's violence in there yeah that's actually why i really really enjoy it and there was some violence in tonight's game you like physical basketball you're gonna want to watch the indiana pacers all year long we go the eye on the enemy i'm telling you that team is going to be a problem for somebody in the playoffs right now they're the three give or take what goes on with boston philly right now in that four five matchup which would just be a brutally tough series for a first-round series, Philly-Boston? Talking about the talent right there. And if you're the Bucks, cool. Knock one of those teams out. I'm fine with that. I'd like you to have those guys beat up for seven. Bucks get someone like the Pistons for five. You get to rest up, watch them beat each other up. And then, yeah, cool, Boston, you can come over to our place and, and we'll take care of you. Indiana is not going to be an easy out. Like, it looks like the Raptors, if it ended today – and Indiana gets out of that first round series, they would go to Toronto for a 2-3 matchup. And that would be physical. Because this Indiana team without Oladipo, they're still playing their ball. They're still playing their game. They just don't have that superstar. They don't have the flash that goes with it. But they have physicality, toughness, and scoring. That's really all you need to be a three seed and maybe make a little bit of noise in the playoffs. Bucks are clearly a better team. Bucks are clearly better than everybody in the Eastern Conference. I never thought I'd be able to say that. Bucks win tonight 106-97. Come back with Matt Velasquez. We'll hear from Giannis and Chris Middleton. Milwaukee Bucks pick and save post-game show presented by Screamin' Sicilian Pizza and Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Products. Craft pizzas. Get them now at your local pick and save stores. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks win 106-97. 
I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch with you on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. And he is Matt Velasquez. He writes for JS Online and joins us each night after Bucks games on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Matt, appreciate the time, man, and uh, welcome to the All-Star break. Well-deserved, my friend. All right. Uh, now just a quick drive home, early flight to Charlotte, and back at it. Yeah, back at it. So now uh, you're you're going to be working during the vacation. I know Adam McCalvey, I made a joke to him about it last year during the Brewers season. I said, hey, man, how'd you enjoy your break? You kidding me? I was working. That's one thing. Post-game, guys, we get to hang out, maybe kick our feet up, enjoy the three-point contest. This guy is going to be busting his hind parts down in Chicago, on Charlotte. I, I hope not to be working too hard, but, uh, <laughs> but I'll be working. I'll be working. So uh, the, the Bucks have enough people there to keep me busy. Yeah, no doubt, man. And and that was one of the things I talked about tonight. You get the coach of the team is your coach. You now have two All-Stars. You had your, one of your All-Stars picked the team. Like, as a Bucks fan right now, I don't know if any people in Milwaukee have ever been so into All-Star weekend. Um, I mean, how could you not be? I mean, Chris Middleton's shooting the three-point contest. Giannis is a captain. You know, Bud's coaching. Darvin Ham's coaching uh, one of the teams in the Rising Stars game. Mark Lazary and Ray Allen are playing in the celebrity game. Like it's bucks all over the place. Now, Mark Lazary, what are what are we expecting a Mark Lazary stat line to look like in the uh, uh, in in the celebrity game? Uh, maybe like two or three rebounds. Uh, okay, I'll get at least one one shot up, maybe two shots up. You know, I, I, I'll be uh, I'll be optimistic and say he makes one of those shots. Good. You know, maybe maybe an assist, uh, two turnovers. <laughs> You know, something like that. Okay, something a little – so no Quavo stat line like he had last year, 21-7 and seven or something like that no, for Mark he, Lazar. He's no Quavo. Lucky for him, Quavo's on his team. So he's, <laughs> he's got that going for him. Tonight, Matt, you see the Bucks play a team that is so physical in the Indiana Pacers. And last time they went down to, to Old Canseco, uh, they took away that drive from Giannis and turn around at, at the free throw line and finish up to the cup. Tonight you saw him absolutely take over at different points in the game. It was cool to see them beat a team that plays such a different style than them at their own game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, Giannis was, was a man on a mission tonight. You know, he said, you know, I asked him about it. You know, obviously coming off the, you know, you could argue his worst game of the season uh, back in December here, you know, at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. And you know, he's like, hey, you, you guys know me. I'm a competitive guy. You know, he, he wasn't what he wanted to be in that game and he knew he had to be different he knew that he had to um he had to dominate he said if you have a will to dominate it's going to work and that's where that's where he kind of you know really changed things up tonight he came out really aggressive 13 points in the first quarter alone uh, he only had 12 uh back in december um you know so he he really was was making things happen and then at the end of the game you know they're down two with less than four minutes left and he had a hand in you know, every every bucket of an 11-0 run you know and and really you know, help ter- turn the game around for him. I mean, just a huge stat line. Uh, what was it, 31 points, 18 rebounds, 11 assists. Mm-hmm. Um, just just a fantastic night for him. You know, heading into the all-star break, really uh, left it all on the court. Nico Miritich making some uh, headline. He tweets out right after, man, this team is special. We talked about it a little bit earlier tonight. Does Brooke Lopez lose some minutes in Nico coming into the fold, or is it mostly what's going on with DJ Wilson and those guys? I mean, you can't take out Brooke the way he played tonight, man. He he didn't necessarily have the shots falling, but you know he was fantastic on defense down the stretch. They put out a jumbo lineup uh, and had him, you know, switching everything. Everybody was switching everything, and you know that meant they were trying to pick on him, you know, and then switch him onto guards and have force him to make decisions and have to keep up with them. And 
man, he did that just, you know, really well, uh, coming out, contesting at the three-point line, forcing them to drive, and then was able to keep up with them on those drives without fouling, contesting their shots, um, just playing really well. So I, I don't think, you know, whenever Miritic is ready, and, you know, Bud said he went through a full shoot-around today, um, he's still just not 100%. They're going to keep him out until after the break, um, you know, with that right calf strain. Um, but, you know, Bud said that, you know, that, that eventually he'll, he'll be able to come in and he'll definitely get minutes. Um, you know, but the way Brooke played tonight, I mean, you should have to play him. Uh, maybe Miritich takes some minutes from DJ Wilson or from Mercedes Sova, um, just depending on how the lineups shake out. But, you know, Brooke was great tonight and Miritich will only help. Matt, appreciate the time, man. Enjoy Charlotte and uh, enjoy a couple of days. Get yourself a couple of days here in the break. I'll definitely give myself that opportunity. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. All right, thanks. That's Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local, common-sense lending to your community. Since 1935. Quickly before we get Giannis and George Hill. Excuse me. Goodness gracious. Had one of those burrito bowls today. And, like, I've been bur- – I'm, I'm glad that that was the first one that really was on the air. But I have been burping up, like, literally all show. Rams in the north on the north side. Now he's on the fan. What's up, Ram? Hey, what's going on, uh, baby T? Uh, y'all, y'all doing a good job, man. Thank you. You're doing a good job. I told you you can hold it down. I know you can't. It's your mic. You're holding mic. Um, All I can do is whenever they let me hold it, I hold it up strong. There you go. There you go. There you go. Stay long. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, man? You're a good dad, man. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, you you you'll be a good dad. Well. My uh, my recap, uh, post game recap is, I think the Bucks played a good game, but I can't get excited because Victor O played in the first, in that last game, mm-hmm. and he wasn't there. Yep, and, and, and they're a different team, and they were still hanging with the Bucks. They were giving it to them, you know, with some new pieces, and the Bucks did beat them at their own game. They did, you know, down the stretch, but. They they're gonna be a tough out for somebody. Yeah, they they're gonna play anybody tough. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure it out. What Matthews was definitely a good piece. I thought the Bucks had picked up. We we still need shooting. But I'm gonna say this: um, Giannis looked like he was hurt. That knee is still bothering him. But he, he you know he he went out there and played. And my question with him is, I don't you know they're gonna have to rest him. Because I don't know if you can just ride him out like that, but then if he's not on the floor, what do we got? Right, yeah. There's it, It's going to be like nights, I think, Ram, like like the other night in Chicago, right, when he comes out in that fourth quarter and Bud is hoping that that 10-point lead can can hang and, and he can keep Giannis on the bench. But right. the, the minutes, I think, are going to be the biggest one. I don't know how many games, like you said, he's just going to straight up not be able to be in, in uniform. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's trying to pick out the game. We feel that his uh, his starters with a person off the bench can hold it down. But now we're talking about the playoffs, though. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a whole different animal. And ten of the last twenty six games for the Bucks, or twenty five games for the Bucks on national television. Talk about playoff atmosphere. Right. I looked at their schedule earlier today, and I looked at that to the game. And what I'm, what I'm seeing is, man, I'm. I don't know, baby. I just don't see what it's like. Even with a, a team that's trying to figure it out, Indiana was torching. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if they weren't closing out on shooter, but they were getting good looks. Um, 
But you know the the, the passing, uh, pick, you know, dribble drive with Victor O was something different because he has so much speed and athleticism that he, he caused a lot of problems. Because you know he had like ten rebounds in that game. Yep, and you know what, Ram, the foot speed of uh, Sabonis tonight. That dude really is so good. I mean, he look, is he the same player he was when he first came in the league? I mean, he looks I mean, man, he he's playing all-star status maybe next year, you know? Yeah, he's he's got to be if if Pascal uh, wasn't doing what he's doing up there and Siakam Pascal doing in uh Toronto what he's doing, I think Sabonis would clearly be most improved. Tell me this last thing, do you really feel that taking as long as they stay above the four seed, we don't have a meltdown. That they can get into the second round if they stay in the top four. But if they slip to the five and have to play that four seed, do you foresee you problems for the Bucks? Are you saying the if the Bucks fall out of the four seed? If, if they fall out the first seed, and fall to the four to five. You know, I mean, because they got some, they got a, they got a schedule coming up now. Yeah. And you know, we're looking at the the health of the Bucks. Do you feel if they was at four and five that that could present a problem? Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, because because at that point, then you're talking about going. You're facing either Boston or Philly. Because I can't. I unless it, this is the uh, an Indiana, Milwaukee series, that okay. that would be that would be tough. Because because physically, Indiana is going to be able to to beat up on the Bucks. beat up on the Bucks and slow Giannis to the point of like where tonight, man, you saw Eric Bledsoe. He struggled with some of the physicality tonight, and Eric Bledsoe's a physical point guard. But but Nate, but Nate McMillan, that's the type of player he was when he played. Yep, no doubt he was. And, and, and last thing, real quick, baby, see, what I saw tonight is that Miles Turner can face up with Giannis no matter where he at on the court. He's athletic enough, and then he can cause problems on the other side. That's the difference. If you're going to play Giannis, you got to go out there. You got to be worried about him getting right. And Miles was staying right there with him, you know, step for step, because they're about the same age, you know, too. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, Ram. I'm excited to see if Indiana goes up against uh, Philadelphia to right. see Embiid and Miles Turner go up against each other because that is going to be right fun. There. That's going to be fun. Ram, appreciate it. We'll talk right, to you man. soon. Yep. All right. And Ram on the north side, 414-799-1250 is the phone number here, 105.7 FM, the fan. And Giannis Atetokounmpo is going to be on the fan. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. got to be the whole team effort. You know, they got to low, they got to double team me. They got, when I get to the paint, three guys, you know, swarm at me. That's the only way. They got to all work together to uh, stop me from making plays. Not getting points, from making plays. And uh, But he's a great defensive guy, uh, defender, and uh, uh, I love playing against him. That was Giannis and Tadakumbo. They They can't try to stop me. From scoring, but they they're trying to stop me from making plays. That is a dude that is just as confident as they come. And uh, frankly, why wouldn't he be? He's the best player in the league. Sorry, I get I get maybe that's mean. I shouldn't say that, but he was also definitely the MVP tonight. Brought to you by Chili's tomorrow at eight thirty-five. The boys, Chuck Freeman, Bart Winkler. 
Uh, it's actually Chuck Freeman and Kevin Holden tomorrow at 835. They'll ask you who was the Chili's MVP. It was Giannis. He had 33 points. He had 19 rebounds. He had 11 assists. He is your Chili's MVP for tonight's game. That's all what we got for you tonight. Time for us to get out of here. 106-97 win. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. Sam Schmidt's hanging out. Jeff Orlowski, intern Andrew, and everybody at 414-799-1250. Thank you for calling. Thank you for tweeting. Thank you for emailing. Had a great time filling in for Sparky. Hopefully we can do it again, especially after the Bucks get a win. Now into the second half in first place. Later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.